0: A minute. Let me touch down. i going to get it. Cause I, I, I been all night.
1: It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield,
0: Ward Whites and Gary Ross. It's game time and it's game day. Welcome into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. And it's also coffee time. And wouldn't you say, Garrett? I mean, it's just a big old cup of coffee every day, all day's coffee time. Uh-oh. What do we got? All day is coffee time. There you go. Would you like a big old cup of coffee this morning? Yes, <laughs> I don't have one this morning, but I like I like coffee, especially in the morning. I mean, just get your day going, just get all fired up. All that caffeine <laughs> can't be <beat> caffeine. <laughs> nope, it's uh, it's. Uh, I'm not even gonna say that. All right. Well,
2: on the weekends, I like my favorite thing to do. If, you know, if, if we have time, mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't as, as a group, but I like to sit on the patio with a cup of coffee, and just watch the sun come up. And that's how I like to start my weekend days.
0: Really? I mm-hmm. do too. See, I, I think on the weekends, I don't want to see the sun <laughs> come
3: up. I don't have an option. My son's in there at like six o'clock every morning. Get up. <laughs> We're rolling.
0: Let's roll. Yeah. <laughs> We've got things to do. It's yes. Saturday. All right. Yeah. Okay. Now, I will tell you this. I do not sleep late anymore. Well, no. I, I, I used to be able to, but I can't anymore. Uh, I'm moving. I, and, I, and it has nothing to do with us doing mornings. It's just the fact that that's just, that's just the, the body. Alarm clock says get up. It's time to roll, and, and away we go. And, and I'm going to tell you, I don't know about you guys. I know people who can wake up, you know, move around a little bit, and then go back to sleep. No. Once the eyes are open, the eyes are open. It's time to, it's time to go.
3: I'm like that for the most part. The rare occasion I can go back to sleep for a little bit, but once I'm up, I'm up.
0: I, there's no. Now, that afternoon nap, I, I can make that happen. <laughs> I have no issues. Is there nothing with that better? Deal. No, it's the no. best. It's the best. I'm telling you, summertime with the golf tournament on, you know, it could be the Joe Blow Invitational. Put that thing on and good night. <laughs> so it's good stuff. Speaking of which. The PGA Championship begins today. Yeah, round one's in progress. Yeah, I think they they went off at seven o'clock, didn't they? Mm-hmm. First first groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just started. And Tiger, but first of all, that's a great following. If if can you imagine what that's going to be like uh, with Roy, Tiger, and Jordan Spieth all in one group? Seven ten this morning, I believe. Uh or is it eight ten. One of the one or the other. They they've got an early tea time. But I was just looking, Ward, if you'll look at your 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 weather radar or uh, not not the radar, but the forecast. Mm-hmm. Not here, but there. They're gonna be in the nineties today and tomorrow. It's gonna be toasty. You know, you better drink plenty of fluids. But do you know what the high is for Sunday? Ooh. Take a guess. Seventy eight. T- 69. What? 69 is the forecasted high for Sunday. Can we go? Yeah, absolutely. We need to cover that one, don't we? How about that? How about you tee off on Thursday and it's 94, and then you tee off on Sunday and it's 69? Saturday and Sunday should be just absolutely perfect days temperature-wise. Yeah, that that's the type of golf weather I would enjoy. I'm not yeah, getting what?
3: out in this. I'm not doing it. Not the heat. This is not hot. I don't care. It's hot to me. I'm not doing it. It's
0: hot when it's 100. It's hot now. (laughs) It's humid. There's no question. All right. uh, We'll we'll get into that a little bit today. Uh, Also, NBA playoffs. Mavericks played Golden State last night. It was ugly. U-G-L-Y. Ugly. And I don't know what was worse. Their inability to shoot because they were terrible from three points. Three point land, but also thought that their defense. I thought they were a step behind, which is weird because they had all that time off, and I, I just felt like that Golden State was just—I don't know if engaged is the best word—but I just felt like the Mavericks were just a step behind.
2: They look slow. They look sluggish on what I got to see. And that third <laughs> quarter, they made that little bit of a comeback. Second, and then, uh, and then Golden State said, "I don't no, think so. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and pull away."
3: Well, I mean, that's the difference, right? Like, Almost everybody on Golden State's roster has played for a championship or been a championship. And so this they're used to this setting. They were at home. They're comfortable being here, whereas, you know, like we've talked about before, the Mavs are playing with house money. This is all new to them, and a lot of these guys have ne- haven't have seen or been in this position. So I'm not really too blown or not too taken back by the performance. I think it's kind of be expected, but the Mavs could definitely settle down heading
0: into game two. Yeah, that's the thing. You want to see how they play in game two. Uh, If it's this way again, then you're in trouble. Then you're in, yeah, because, look, you fell behind 2-0 last series. You fall behind 2-0 to Golden State, and it's good night. That's different. Yeah, a little different animal. So, we'll get into that. Ward? Oh, here it comes. I'm not (laughs) going to say it, but I'm going to say it. How about those Rangers? They swept the Los Angeles Angels. They swept them. Mm. They kicked them to the curb. They're two games under five hundred. Okay. They are in the hunt, baby, and it's May. You wait till the All Star break. Okay, I can't. I just can't believe you're not buying in. Did you see the pitching number? Six innings again, and you're getting that kind of stuff. It's definitely progress.
2: Look, oh, they're they're I don't even want to say it. they're what they're better than I th- thought they <laughs> were. <laughs>
0: Whoa! It, it took so much for him to say that <laughs> d- mark that on the on the recording. That's a promo. but I still <laughs> reserve the right. <laughs> That's a promo. <laughs> I still
2: reserve the right to say they got a long way to go.
0: Well, uh, Yeah. But at least there's light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not a train. At least right now it's not. It's something. It's progress. Yeah. Definitely progress. Boy, we got to mark that. That's a promo. That's a liner and a promo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. <That'd laughs> ah, boy, that was fun. That was fun to hear. What is that? Four in a row now? I think. I they won, that's I know right. they've won three in a row. They just swept the Angels for pizza. I day. think they lost the last one to the Sox. I don't know. I'll look. Anyway. All right, so we're going to get into that a little bit today.
2: Uh But they are going against Houston the next four games.
0: Yeah, they are on the road. Not easy. Get a split there. You know what? Uh, get a split there and we'll move
2: on. First place Astros. <laughs> yeah, they've won four in a row. They did they beat the Sox the last one. They How beat about them twice that? By the Sox and came back and won the last one.
0: So, yeah, four <laughs> in a row. And then swept the second place Angels. Hmm. Ah. <sighs> Got to love it. All right, so that's part of the conversation piece today. Uh, Nick Saban. Nick Uh, Saban had – he shared his thoughts on the roster construction of the Texas Aggies, and we'll talk about that. Pac-12 is going to shake up the way they do their their conference championship game. And correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they just introduce the conference championship game? They they were one of the leagues that just flat didn't play one. And then they started playing one recent. And now they're shaking up how they do it. So that that's interesting. And I, I, we're going to talk about it. I already know what you think. But we're going to talk about it. In a AAA game last night, they had the Robo-Ump. I think they're using it in a lot of games. At mm-hmm. it, it, it lower levels, yes, but in now now it's eked its way to the triple. And I know that they did it in some spring training games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Francona of Cleveland ain't a big fan. And, uh, w- well, we'll talk about it a little later on in the program. Also on the show today, we're going to have uh, Bryce Cherry for the Waco Trib. He'll be with us. And Steve Dodzell, the head softball coach of Lorena. Big, big, big win last night over Ball 4 to nothing. And we'll get his thoughts on that as they, uh, as they play again tonight. Uh, and they're going to play tonight. They played last night in Madisonville, and tonight I think they're in Malakoff. So uh, we'll talk about that. But right now, let's welcome into the program, from the Humane Society of Central Texas, we say hello to Mike Gray. Mike, good morning. How are you?
4: Good morning. Doing well. How are you all today? Good. Good.
0: <laughs> Doing well. What's, uh, what's, what's happening in the Humane Society of Central Texas world?
4: So we got um, two events coming up. We got uh, tomorrow uh, on Friday uh, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., um, a big adoption event at the shelter. You know, typically we close at six, um, but tomorrow we're staying up until nine. We're going to have food trucks out there and a snow cone machine and uh, different fun stuff like that to help try to get some of these dogs adopted out tomorrow. Um, and then on Saturday we uh, will be at the Dr Pepper Museum from five to seven uh, for the it's called the Dr Pepper uh, Festival. <laughs> like it. <laughs> and so um, there's going to be a, a, a dog costume contest. There's going to be a look like your dog contest, um, and it should be a lot of fun. And that'll be from five to seven at the Dr Pepper Museum. So uh, these, these
0: events you said to 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 kind of help. M- Spur some adoptions. Are the numbers big again? Yes, sir. So um, you're laughing.
4: We, yeah, we got about 200 dogs. Wow, right now. So we'll get out. I mean, we can get out something like 20 dogs a day adopted, and then we'll get 21 dogs brought in that day. So it's just like, you know, we're getting all these adoptions, but then at the same time, we're getting, you know, all these dogs coming in. So they're filling up the kennels that we just emptied out. So. Is it
0: kind of a voluntary surrender of the animals, or, or are these animals that are being picked up because they're strays? I mean, what's going on?
4: Most of them are, are picked up because they're strays, uh, either by uh, you know animal control or uh, by good Samaritans that see you know animals uh, that are on the streets and they bring them in. Um, not a whole lot of them are actually owner surrendered animals. They're just you know dogs that have gotten out and. Um, trying to find their way back home.
0: you got to get these dogs tagged, don't you? I mean, don't you owe it to yourself and to your animal?
4: Absolutely. Microchips are are very important. Um, You know, if a dog comes into our shelter and it's got a tag in it, we just scan it and call the owner and y'all can come pick it up, and, you know, uh, it's all good. So uh, it's definitely um, easier on you and easier on your pet, and uh, definitely um, love to see those chip dogs. I know you've talked in the
3: past about how the weekends are usually your, your bigger, your, your more traffic coming in, uh, days. As summer comes and it's on the horizon, do y'all see more with more kids coming in, more families coming in, looking at animals that they're, this they're all out of school?
4: Yeah, most definitely. So, um, during the week, uh, you know, kids will, will, will be coming in more often with their parents and whatnot. Um, you know, why we got a lot of, uh, teachers out there who, have, have an opportunity to uh, not have to work during the day. So they come in too. And um, so definitely summer, we just tend to see, you know, our Monday through Friday crowd, a little bit more uh, adoptions during that time. Um, and then Saturdays, you know, are always really, really big. And then the events are always uh, big for us as well.
0: Mike, how can the uh, how can the community help out the Humane Society?
4: Um, well, you we can come by uh, today or tomorrow and, and check out some of these dogs and possibly adopt or foster one. Uh, you know, uh, Ward, Garrett, if y'all want to come by the Dr. Puffer event and do the dog costume contest, we'd like to have some local celebrities out there. Yeah, they are
3: local <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> I did get Martin yes. better trained before how I bring him around other dogs. <laughs> just, just a warning. Dude,
4: that's, how, that's how you train them. You got I, I don't them think them. I look like Coco. <laughs> 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 um, uh, uh, you know, donations are always good. Dog food donations are always always awesome. Uh, and then volunteering is always good. Uh, Awesome, too, especially during the summer, because, you know, a lot of our volunteers are, uh, you know, beta students and during the summer. Uh, you know, a lot of beta students go home, so we're definitely hurting for volunteers during the summertime.
0: All right, Mike, give us a phone number in case somebody needs some more information. Uh, 254-754-1454. Mike, as always, it's a pleasure. Appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Mike Gray, uh, a uh, behavioral expert. From the Humane Society of Central Texas, he likes when we say that. He pays it like twenty bucks. Yeah, you get your cut nice on that. Plug. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, there, there. You go. Uh, 714, 14 minutes after seven. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, and uh, we got uh, we got Maverick conversation coming up in just a couple of minutes, as well as Steve Dozell at the bottom of the hour, right here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather
5: this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas, is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies expected today, and it should be another record-breaking day. High temperatures top out at 96 degrees. We'll keep skies mostly clear tonight. Still very muggy. We drop to only 74. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy, with a 40% chance of showers and storms developing, but not until very late Friday afternoon into the evening in the high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes. In the weather.
7: When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $300. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer.
5: WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com.
0: Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show, and I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. At bush's chicken we start each day with one thought in mind be the best
8: be the best at all we do whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers so at the end of the day when it's closing time we can say well done boskyville baseball has the same goal try to do your hardest and do your best so cheer them on during the games and stop by the bush's chicken store in china spring after the game being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping
9: people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the
8: way the people at the good feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do and lo and behold i have no more back problems the future i can see now i couldn't see it before where i would be without them I have no clue i'm keith and that's my good feet story see what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the good feet store
2: Good Feet Waco and Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy
10: Family Farms provides the
0: ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, Feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Goki Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Goki Family Farms, seven generations strong. Game time is brought to you
1: by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Landscape Supply. <laughs>
0: all right welcome back in this is game time and the time is seven eighteen. as you get yourself ready for work or for school if you're out and about this morning drive carefully particularly in and around those school zones now how long will we be able to say that when is school actually dismissed uh like next week yeah it's it's coming down h- the pipe h- hang on <laughs> hang on time out you have not one but two kids that are involved in school. Yeah, and you don't know the day that school's uh, dismissed. I don't. I, w- I want it year round. That's what I <laughs> want. Please take
2: hey, it year you, round. Have you seen? Speaking of that, there's several school districts in the state of Texas already that have voted their next school year. Mm-hmm. Four yeah, d- four day weeks. Yep, and they should.
0: Four day weeks. Four yep. day
2: weeks. Why? A lot of them have already passed it because of teacher shortage more than anything else.
0: Really. Four day school weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to put some stress and strain on some parents because now you're going to find you got to go hustle daycare on a on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. Wow, oh. oh, that's. I thought you were going to tell me that they're going to go year round. You know, they tried to. Some school districts, I think maybe even here, where they they didn't they went. I don't, I'm not. I'm not going to say it was year round, but it was pretty well, darn close. I, I believe it was some private schools, and they would they would technically it
3: was year round, but they would have like long breaks, breaks at yeah, Christmas. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thought Waco ISD offered that uh, years ago. I, I, you know, it's sampled it. I don't know, kicked some tires with it. But anyway, uh, yeah. from the CNC Collision Center text line, <laughs> Jr. says Ward jinxed. The Rangers. <laughs> oh, come on, JR. Now uh, we're just trying to get him to buy in. I I'm not th- bought in. He, he finally verbalized what he's been feeling for weeks. No, he I have not. Knows. I think you need to get a cut. as like a hype man for him. I'm or telling you. I just look, it's fun to watch, you know, this, this young group m- make progress, do well win games.
2: Huh? Still not watching?
0: <laughs> not buying? Not buying it, huh? All right. Uh, let Let's talk about game one. Do you just flush game one? If you're Jason Kidd, do you just say, you know what? It is what it is. No, yeah, I
2: don't even watch film on it. I, I flush it. We are gonna go to the hotel, get away, go catch a movie, go do something, and then come back. Team meeting, shoot around, and and, and talk about what we have to do to to get ready. I, I don't know. Jason
0: Kidd after the game.
11: Yeah, they, they threw a couple looks. The zone, the boxing one, things that we talked about, there was no surprise. Uh, but they were, they were physical. They set the tone right off the bat. And as we've talked in, in the playoffs, the team that's physical tends to uh, find a way to win. And so w- we have to get back to being physical. Again, offensively, we got some good looks. Uh, we got to take care of the ball. But w- we were prepared. We just missed shots tonight.
0: Yeah, they did. They were 11 of 48 from three point land at some point you got to stop
3: shooting that's what i was (laughs) at some point you just got to say it's not our night from down here let's adjust
2: and go inside that was exactly (laughs) what i was about to bring up Uh, until you fall behind so far that that's the only hope you have of getting back in it
0: man but at some point you got to say we can't throw it in the pacific ocean no pun intended (laughs) you like that did did you (laughs) i just thought of that when i was rolling along here uh but at some point i'm like yeah you know, go down. two is better than nothing, and you know, and and I know Ward, you're right. That league kept stretching and stretching and stretching, but
3: mercy, but slow the game down, right? Like like go inside. You know they're going to call fouls. Attack. Take advantage of the foul situation to hit your slow the game down. They
0: uh it's not pretty to watch, but it's better than that. They had uh, 13 turnovers and Luca had seven. Uh, now granted that's, that's, that may be a little unfair because he's going to handle the ball so much, but he did have seven turnovers, which is, is high for him. Uh, I think that's what it's going to be.
3: I think they're going to force, they're, they're not going to let Luca beat them at all. They're
0: going to make the other people around Luca do it. And I don't, I don't don't know if they could do that. Yeah. He was six of 18 from the field had 20, but six of 18 and he didn't play in in the fourth quarter. There was no reason to no just. Set it down. So, they're down one game to none in the best of 7 and uh, they'll play again, I believe, tomorrow night. So, uh in uh, uh on the on the West Coast. And we'll see. Uh now again, they were down what 2-0 in the last series and found a way to win, but this is this is Golden State. a uh, little different animal. So, we'll see how it goes for them. Uh 723. 23 after 7. You guys don't really give them a chance in this series, do you? No. I mean, I don't want to count them out just simply
3: because of what happened last, last series. But at the same time, you got to really, to me, you got to consider the championship pedigree of, of Golden State, and it's a different beast than what you saw with the Suns. So, I mean, I, I would love to see the Mavs win. I don't want to count them out because it's not impossible, but I think they're just a little overwhelmed. When you look at the roster
0: construction... Golden State's a better team, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. But the best team doesn't always win. They have a better coach, too. You think? I mean, yeah.
2: I do. I
3: mean, Steve Kerr's... Yes. Yeah. 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 All right.
2: Not, not even a question. Now, I, look, I think Jason's kid's going to be fine. He's, he's going to be a great coach. He, he's just, you know, he's just now starting to walk. Mm-hmm. you got to walk before you can run. Yep. Look what he did with this team this year. Hats off. He could be the coach of the year. Uh... Just because of the roster that he had and and where he got them to the Western Conference Finals, I you look at that roster and you, there's no way that you can look at that roster and say this is a this is a finals team. Yeah. This is a Western yeah. Conference <laughs> Finals team. There's no way you can look at that roster and say that. I think he got more out of his roster than maybe any other coach in the NBA did this year.
3: But well, I think the it, cool thing too is is Jason Kidd proved that you don't need a bunch of superstars to win. No, you're right. He did just have one and put some good role players
0: around him. He still wins basketball games. And those role players have to fulfill their role. And I think a couple of times in the last series, that's where he was. Tra- and he called him out. If you remember early on, he called him out. These guys have got to play well for us to have
3: a chance to win. Well, they also weren't distributing the ball. They were just trying to play ISO ball and, and- it, it
0: bit them, but once they started moving the ball, that's what opened the series up, and they were able to generate the shots to beat the Suns. And to y'all's point, uh, football junkie on our C N C Collision Center text line, Mavs have lost one game in every series in the playoffs so far. Kid has adjusted well; he has. So let's see what what does he do differently in game two than game one. Do you think they attack the rim a little bit more early to try to get in some kind of rhythm? I don't know. I mean to. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe. They are a jump shooting team. I mean, let's, you know. They like they like the jump shot. They do. They like it from downtown. They, I, I just say you can't shoot like that from beyond the arc again and expect. You're going to have to make some adjustments. Not 48 times. Golden State, I think, had 28 or 29 three-point attempts. The Mavericks had 48 and mm. didn't make them. There you go. All right, 726. We're 26 after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk some softball. Let's talk with Steve Dozell, the head coach of the uh, Lorena Lady Leopards. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley,
1: weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't know what to think about it
10: all. I mean, I'm glad that the players get paid. Like, if you try to express anything like, this is out of control, the Twitter mob will come after you. Oh, my gosh, you want to hold down the players. Nobody (laughs) wants to hold down the players. I don't think NIL was created to turn this into the Wild West. The Matt
1: Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Mother's Day just passed and now we honor dads and grads. At Morrison's Gifts, we have the perfect gift for the special folks on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart travel kit, shave kit, luggage, or accessories. Dads would love the selection of award-winning barbecue rubs, and for the grad Consuela, Capri Blue, and the world's softest socks. Bring in its favorite bottle of wine and we will custom design a gift basket to go around it. As always, free gift wrapping and shipping anywhere. Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive, next to Jason's Deli.
10: Yes.
11: Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is the foundation doctor and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or. This method or that At the Foundation Doctor We offer more methods and options Than anyone in town We've been doing this a long time And we know what works Let us teach you what we know And guide you through This most challenging process It doesn't have to be painful So give the doctor a call today At 863-8800 Or look us up on the web At I So for doors that are sticking And cracks in your walls
10: The Foundation Doctor Will make a house call ESPN Radio Sports
1: Center.
12: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I 35. On it with case construction equipment, whatever the job is. NCC will get the chance to defend their national championship. They beat Midland 5-3 to win the Region 5 tournament and punch their ticket to the JUCO World Series. Baylor run ruled the Lumberjacks 12-0 in their final non-conference game. The Rangers rallied for seven runs in the eighth to beat the Angels 10-5. They try to sweep that series tonight. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. And the Astros set a franchise record with five home runs in an inning on their way to a 13-4 win over Boston. The NBA semifinals got underway last night with Miami beating Boston 118-107. The Mavericks start their series tonight at Golden State.
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, 731, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And let's talk some softball. Let's welcome in the uh, head coach of the uh, Lorena Lady Leopard, Steve Dozell. Steve, good morning. How are you?
9: Good morning. Doing great. Thank you.
0: Hey, uh, first of all, congratulations on the win last night. Talk a little bit about uh, your 4 nothing victory over Die Ball.
9: Well, we, we just talked about we needed to beat them in all phases of the game. And, of course, we, you know, I'll be all year about being able to play catch better than the other team. And, Really, that's what it came down to. They hit the ball a little better than we did, but we made every play that we could make, and that was the difference.
2: Coach, you get the three runs in the second inning. How important was it to kind of get those and, and be able to turn around and play some defense?
9: Well, it was really big because their pitcher is really good, and every time we got base runners on, uh, we got big hits, and really our nine-hole uh, had had all four of those RBIs. That's our little freshman catcher, Abby Vassar but we had the middle of our order and the bottom of our order came through for us uh last night.
0: Coach obviously you, you got a great ball club but you're playing in the in the regional semifinals. Uh but what do you like about your club? I mean is it, a, is it the personality of the club? Is it, it, it what's what are some of your strengths of this ball club?
9: Well, really we've got a pretty good nucleus of seniors. I have four seniors and uh three of them or have been playing well all year. The fourth one kind of had a knee surgery. And she's just now starting to come back and they were the top four hitters in my lineup and they, and really they set the tone early and that the younger sophomores and juniors and freshmen had just kind of followed their lead.
2: Coach, uh, these two teams pretty evenly matched looking at the numbers uh, between you and Dieball. What do you have to do in game number 2 to try to close this thing out?
9: Well, I told our girls, I told them before we played them, if we can if we can limit her strikeouts to six or eight a game, we're we're going to win the game more than likely. And last night we were fortunate to win it because she struck out sixteen of us. So I oh. said if we just sat down in half, just think what we might have done last night. It would have been probably not even close.
0: So obviously, putting the ball in play is going to be is going to be paramount for you tonight. Hey, I, I I wanted to get your thoughts on. You spent a lot of your career on the baseball side. How different? is it making that transition from baseball to softball how how different was it for you
9: or was it it, it really wasn't it wasn't that much different i mean, i think you know everything is pretty much the swing is still the same boys and girls we try to you know that swing is still the same but the the biggest thing was trying to to learn all those pitches that you call because they got so many and you just got to figure out which ones are working for them on yeah. that given day
2: coach when you look at your girls in the circle tonight is it important that they trust their defense and just try to throw strikes tonight and not do too much with the 1-0 lead in this series
4: yes
9: yeah, so that's that's the big thing is they're going to be the visiting team Is if we can't get in there and get them out the first inning without scoring any runs we can get back in there and get it going again at the plate
0: all right coach man we appreciate your time thanks so much again congratulations on the uh on the win last night and uh i'm sure the last one out uh uh of Lorena will turn out the lights as you guys head over to Madisonville for game 2 of this series. Uh yes sir. All right coach, thanks. Have a great day. Thank you. Good uh, good talking to you. Steve Dozell, the uh, head coach of the uh, Lorena Lady Leopards. I'm telling you right now, Ward, that was a huge huge win and now all of the pressure rides on on die ball is they've got to you know in their mind they got to play 14 flawless innings of of softball to to advance. Where the leopards, you know, they've 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 got some breathing room. I mean, they can exhale and go play the game. Yeah, but you don't want to you don't want to let them back in it. No, I, I get that.
2: I I look, that's impressive that they they got they got struck out 16 times at the plate and they still win four to nothing. That's that's digging deep and that's playing some defense. So
0: and it's also taking advantage of what opportunities you have.
2: Absolutely.
0: I mean, they were few and far between, but like he pointed out, push what, the runners around exactly. Move them, move them to the next station, and, and that's what they were able to do. and And how about a freshman in the nine hole playing the most? I think the most challenging position because you're involved in every pitch, and you got all that equipment on the catcher getting getting all the RBIs. That's 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 pretty impressive. That's good. I mean, a lot of team, a lot of teams, I should say. Don't necessarily count on that position to be a, a run producer, because it is a, a difficult position. You're managing that pitcher. Uh, you, you're, you know, you're involved in every pitch of the ball game. It's ninety degrees. You're wearing all that equipment. Uh, you know, it's you. You just don't always count on your catcher to be a run producer. But last night they were. Uh, she was, and they come away with a, a four nothing victory. A lot, of, a lot of games going on in Central Texas tonight on the softball and the baseball side as uh, teams start uh, start series. I know you're going to be in Weatherford tonight.
2: Yes, yeah, so Weatherford uh, taking uh, Crawford with Archer City. Uh, pretty good matchup here. and It'll be interesting to see if if the Lady Pirates can get off to a quick start tonight being on the road. They'll be the visitors tonight, so uh, they'll get the first crack at it. Uh, and, you know, if that's the case, Coach Allen likes to try to score some runs early and, and put the pressure on the other team. But he likes being the visitor because if there is some jitters going into the ball game, he'd rather have them at a plate. He'd rather go down one, two, three at the plate than have something happen in the field and have the other team have an opportunity to score and, and take the lead early in a ball game. Because you know most of the times when you get to this point in the playoffs in softball, those runs more times than not, start being a little more precious. Everyone that you can score starts to to build up on on a team. So it, it should be interesting. These two
0: teams are pretty evenly matched. I will be over at Midway High School where Bosqueville will host Toler in the first of a, a two out of three. It'll be tonight uh, at, at uh, Midway. Tomorrow night, did I mention we're going to be in Stephenville? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tomorrow night we'll be in Stephenville and then Saturday, if necessary, we'll be back over at Midway. So, uh, and it's a six forty five pregame show, seven o'clock first pitch. Now keep in mind the Bosqueville games have been here on ESPN central Texas, but Baylor is playing Oklahoma state this weekend and it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. So for our baseball broadcast of Bosqueville, we're going to move down to Fifteen ninety AM and ninety nine point three FM. That is our our classic country radio station, Kicker Country. We'll be there for uh, for the uh, for the first two games uh, tonight and tomorrow night, and then our third game, uh, if necessary, we'll be back here on ESPN Saturday morning. So fifteen ninety and ninety nine point three for tonight and again for tomorrow night. So, and that uh, the tonight's game will be over at Midway. Speaking of Midway. Uh in what is the deal with Madisonville? Rusty Nell and those guys hosting a lot of playoff games. They've got the reason that Lorena is playing in Malakoff tonight is because Midway is playing the Woodlands in Madisonville tonight. So they've they've they secured that stadium. And they do in football, basketball, and baseball. I, I guess it's centrally located along I-45. Well,
2: and they do an outstanding job of hosting.
0: And their facilities are terrific. That's the facilities, yeah. yeah. The, your, your chance to play on turf and, and all that stuff. So, uh, Rusty Nell and his guys doing a great job over there. But uh, Midway and the Woodlands tonight. And game two will be tomorrow night. And if necessary, there will be a game three. Uh, so, there you go. And as far as Lorena is concerned, if they do – if they are pushed to a Game 3, it will be back in Madisonville on Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening, either at 4 or 7, depending on uh, what uh, I think what the Midway and the Woodland situation is. So uh, that's just some of the games that are going on uh, in, in, in involving Central Texas teams. Lake Belton, Ward Lake Belton, uh, again, you look at Lake Belton and they just seem to find a way to get into the playoffs and make a deep run, and this is – For lack of a better term, this is an infant high school. I mean, what is it? Their third or fourth year? Third year. And and they're playing El Campo uh, down in College Station in in the playoffs. We mentioned uh, Lorena in softball. Uh, Axel and Heiko uh, continue Mm -hmm. on. So it's really – and Bremont is playing Weimer over in Caldwell. So good stuff there. As far as baseball is concerned, China Spring and Rusk, uh, and I'm – did a little checking and, and yeah, it was a coin flip thing. And, and Russ says, You know what? We want to play one game, one game, and they're going to play one game and they're going to do that on Saturday. And where's that one at? That one's going to be in Crandall, uh, which is south southeast of Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they'll have that one. Lorena, we mentioned Lorena softball, but Lorena baseball continues on. They take on Cameron, uh, in a uh, two out of three. Whitney and Franklin. In a two out of three. Of course, as we mentioned, Boskyville. Don't forget Valley Mills and Axtell. And don't forget about uh, Abbott. Uh, I'm telling you, Abbott has got a nice club, and they're taking on Hubbard in a uh, two out of three. That's going to be up in the West. So there's some really. It's cool to see here in Central Texas all of these softball baseball teams making deep runs. It is. And I believe Abbott and Hubbard are in the same district. And so they're yeah. beating back up. So, yeah. and, and you know, that's. It just kind of tells you about the quality of play when it comes to those teams, and I'm telling you right now, uh, if if Bosqueville is able to get past Toller, I think they're on a collision course with with uh, you know the the, the Valley Mills mm-hmm. uh, Heiko winner. So uh, you could very well see, you know, of course the coaches will tell you hey, don't get ahead of it, but we can. Uh, you could see Valley Mills and and Bosqueville playing another playing again and, and they've played twice in district play well mm-hmm.
2: same thing for crawford mm-hmm. axel's playing Heiko mm-hmm. uh tonight and tomorrow night and the winner of that gets crawford archer city winner right. well axel in that same district with crawford they've already beat them twice this year so could have another rematch
0: so that'll be uh that'll be coming up by uh, it, it is uh 7 we are 18 away from eight o'clock don't forget this afternoon at three o'clock it's the john morris show i bet John's show will originate from Baylor Ballpark uh, as the Cowboys of Oklahoma State are in town. John is going to have uh, Tyler Thomas, Baylor senior pitcher, on the program. Also, our good friend Rex Holt. Rex has been doing Oklahoma State Cowboy ever since uh, he's the play-by-play guy for Oklahoma State mm-hmm. Cowboy Baseball. And I think he's been doing Cowboy Baseball ever since they started doing it with a string in, in two cans. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, he's been, I, I think it's 40-plus. I really do. Wow! Uh, and, and does a terrific job. Does a uh, terrific job with Cowboy baseball. So uh, he will have that. Uh, he will have Rex on the program uh, this afternoon uh, from. I, I'm going to assume from Baylor Ballpark. All right, 7:43. We are 17 away from eight o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas recently on Game Time, and we're joined now by Jeff Wilson from rangerstoday.com. First of all, when you're talking about
9: Willie Calhoun or Zach Rex, you're talking about the last guy on the team, the 13th position player out of 13. So I think you kind of have to put it in context there. How big of a deal is it? It's a big deal because he was the guy in the u Darvish trade. You know, one thing that thought Willie had outgrown was, for lack of a better word, his poutiness when something goes wrong.
1: Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
11: Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum flavored broccoli? Or how about the gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is The Foundation Doctor, and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn, and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy, or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time, and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at Ineedthedoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls,
5: the Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
8: Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind, rustic furniture for your home or office. And Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets. Buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook.
13: isbell construction ltd located in the crawford area is a family owned and operated utility company that contracts for texas telephone companies established in 1985 isbell construction ltd takes pride in their work and in their hometown isbell construction ltd supports the local communities and the crawford lady pirates isbell construction ltd wishes the lady pirates a big win all the way to state go lady pirates
0: All right, 748, we're a dozen minutes away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Thursday morning drive safely on your way to work or school this morning. Uh, Got a great day going on, and we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Rangers win again last night, 6-5 over the Los Angeles Angels.
10: 2-1, he swings, it's
0: a high drive to right. Ward, track,
5: looking up. That ball, out of here. There's hit 700 in Miller's career, and it's a go-ahead home run here at the bottom of the seven. And the Rangers take a 3-2 lead. How
0: about that? Miller, out of your leadoff spot with the, uh, with the home run, and the Rangers go on and win 6-5. And if you look again, uh, Dunning on the bump. Six innings, two runs, three hits, punched out six, walked three. You get that, you're going to be okay so, if you get that every every night from the guy on the hill. So
3: I guess right now I, him and Perez are the best ones, right? They're, they seem to be your two aces. Well,
0: I mean, they got two or three guys going pretty well right now. Uh, I mean, if you just go back and look at, at what's happened over the last couple of weeks, and we joke around a lot uh, about the Rangers, but – Ward, obviously, this they are playing inc- much much better baseball than they were the first couple of weeks of the season, and I'm just kind of curious why is it because this team didn't know each other and and there was a lot of hey hi my name is and <laughs> that kind of stuff. I mean, but they do seem to be in a more they, they just seem to be playing a lot better baseball in all in all phases. Well, I think
2: the shortened sh- uh, spring training had a lot to do with it. They're starting to finally get their groove a little bit uh i you know i still think there's some questions in in the pitching rotation and the bullpen i don't think that either one of those are are really good right now but they're better uh than they may be expected but they're starting to put the ball in play and and being able to manufacture some runs and so you know in a big hit last night to, to to get them that win so you know they're starting to get more comfortable in the field together, and they're starting to come together at the plate. Uh, they're getting enough pitching to give them a chance to win games. Um, so you know maybe maybe that'll come around. And you know if they're if they're within striking distance of the wild card at at the All Star break, I would be I would be excited if they would go out and say, okay, let's go get our guy now. Let's not wait till the offseason. Let's go get him and see what happens this season, but know that this is an acquisition probably for next year anyway. But let's get him in here and get him going. That would be fun for me.
0: And, and that's a great point. If if they are in you know, striking distance of, of the wild card, then are they buyers at the break? I mean, they have proven this past off season, they will buy. Well, they need to be. I, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they need to be.
2: They need to continue that trend. And if you're in striking distance, why not go ahead and and pull the trigger now and figure out you know who's your target. Go get him. Who's available that you know you can go get. Go get them and know that it's it's a long term deal. It's not just we're going to rent him for this year just to get into the wild card. We're going to bring him in, let him be a part of this team, knowing that that might give us enough to 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 push into the playoffs, and we're really doing this for next year, kind of like they did with Cole Hamels.
0: Yeah. My only objection to that would be you better be in the hunt this year for a spot because if not, I would rather see them wait to the end of the year and shop free agency where I may not have to give up as much – to get a guy. Uh because we're going to have to trade at, at the All-Star break and we're going to have to give up some of our prospects. But if I wait to the end of the year, I'm okay with that if we get another Cole Hamels. Well, yeah, and, and if, you know, and if it's somebody who's going to contribute, I mean, but if if not, then I want to wait to the end of the year and see what's available free agency wise cuz I'm still going to have to write a big check no matter what. But do I have to give up my prospects as we rebuild our our um, our farm system. So it'd be interesting to see. And again, uh, when you, when you look at the standings right now, and again, I, I realized, look, we're getting a cart before the horse. It's May. Uh, it's, you, you know, we're nowhere near the all-star break, but this club is playing much, much better. Uh, and when the first two weeks of the season, it was, Oh, what did they do spending $580 million? Because, Oh, here we go again. This is, This is a dumpster fire, but right now they're, you know, they're two under 500. They're in third place in the West. Uh, They're in the conversation. If you were to, if we shouldn't even be having a walk hard conversation right now, but if we were, and we certainly are right now, uh, they're in that conversation. So good for them. Uh, But yeah, it it is going to put some pressure on, on management and ownership ward. If they are still hanging around because then the fans are going to say, "Hey, look, let's forget building. It's it's we got a chance now. You better go get us a guy, and they better go get them a guy."
2: Yeah, I, there's no, there's no reason to think that this roster is complete the way it is right now. It's just not. I mean, they've got too much ground to cover. I'll say it. Roster. They got too much dead weight. Yeah, they have, they have bad
0: players still on their roster. They well, yeah. do not have. There are some. There are some minor league guys that are filling some major league spots right now.
2: Well, and you know, there's a lot of teams out there that have that. But right, I, you know, again, I think it's more than anywhere else. It's it's on the mound for for the bullpen and and the starting rotation for this team.
0: Yeah, I would say yeah. I mean, the, with what they went and did in the offseason – the strength of the club is your everyday players. There there's still some work to be done. Mound and and I mean starters I, and, and, and pin. I would like it, you know, in
2: in a perfect world, which we're not in, but I would like to see them at some point go get a star on the mound, a consistent closer, and then somebody position player that puts rear ends in the seats go get go get another ticket seller and i don't know who that is or what position he might play if you go get those three things i I think you know you're now you can really look at this roster and go okay now it's on you woodward and i i still think it's on him i think there's still the jury's out on him in my opinion there's
0: no question And you could say it was unfair to judge him because he didn't have a major league roster, and he still Eh. may not. But at some point, how does he manage the game? Does he put the right people in the right spots? Does he make the right changes? You can judge that. You can judge that. And I'm like you. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure. All right, 7.56. We're four minutes away from 8 o'clock. The Rangers do go on the road now. They're going to be in Houston. Uh, They'll take care of the Astros. It's a very interesting series to me. It is. I want to see where they're at. And again, we're in May. (laughs) You got to pump the brakes a little bit. We're still in May. But in in all
2: honesty, you're you're seeing progress from this team from the past two years.
0: No doubt. And and they – look, I know they were at home, but they just swept a team – that's going to be in contention at the end of the year. The Angels are one of those clubs that's going to be in contention at the well, end of the even year. I'm blind to squirrel, come on! <laughs> they swept the Angels seven fifty six. Let's talk some Baylor sports. Uh, let's bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
5: This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's John Ritchick of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, men's tennis competes in the Elite Eight of the NCAA Tournament today, and Baylor Baseball opens a series at home against Oklahoma State. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
9: In Texas, there's pea size hail and baseball size hail. Guess which one hit our house?
0: wear what the bears wear get the latest in baylor nike gear at the baylor bookstore on campus or online at Baylorshop.com.
5: not only will you find an award-winning dealer at alan samuels but you'll also find some great award-winning products the 2021 ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on jd power's initial quality study the 2021 Dodge brand, ranked number two behind RAM, and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named highest quality mid-size truck, Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality.
1: Come by, let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN
5: Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball wrapping the regular season with a big series against the Oklahoma State Cowboys that begins tonight at Baylor Ballpark. The Bears at 25-24 and on the season, hosting the 8th-ranked Cowboys and looking to improve on their NCAA tournament status against the top 10 Oklahoma State team. We'll be on the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30 tonight for Game 1 between the Bears and the Cowboys right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Tomorrow's Game 2 also at 6.30. The series finale is Saturday at 3. Also this afternoon, Baylor men's tennis, the number three overall national seed, as an Elite 8 matchup with 6-seed Tennessee in Champaign, Illinois. The Bears, who are 29-3 and three on the season, have got the winning points from five different players in each of their last five matches.
10: Here's men's tennis coach Michael Woodson. Absolutely. Uh, that's a really cool stat. and I, When I read it the other day, I was really impressed. I didn't know that myself, but it does make sense because they – you know, even against AM, we were all the match at one, three, and five were still playing. Uh, and then against Stanford, it was the other side, two, four, and six. And Teddy was kind of down there by himself. And, you know, it was, it's so interesting to see how these matches play out and uh, the excitement and where the pressure is going to fall. And, and every single one of our guys has had that responsibility of of carrying the fate of the team on their shoulders, uh, you know, in big moments throughout the year. So it, it does make us feel good going into Thursday that, you know, doesn't matter whose you know name is called, if if it comes down to three all, we're gonna be in a good spot.
5: Michael Woodson and Baylor Men's Tennis in action in an NCAA Elite Eight matchup this afternoon against Tennessee. Follow along on the Tennis One app. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris.
0: It's on to round three for the boskyville Bulldogs. Hi, this is Todd Barfield. Join us this Thursday as the Bulldogs take on the Toler Rattlers in game one of a best two out of three series. Our coverage begins on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 Kicker Country. Coverage begins with the warm-up show at 645. We'll have the first pitch and all the play-by-play at 7 o'clock. It's Toler and your Boskyville Bulldogs this Thursday night on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 Kicker country.
1: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, a little for 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, and brought to you by Goodfeet, Big Boys Record Service, and Landscape Supply. Glad to have you with us uh, on this Thursday morning. Let's switch gears. Let's talk some football. I read this article this morning and had to read it a second time. I was like, I want to make sure I'm uh, I'm I'm getting what I'm getting here. This is it's interesting, and you know. It, and Gary, you brought up an interesting question and, and one that, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but normally you like to keep your dirty laundry in, in, in house, right? I mean, if, if I got a problem with you, let's me and you get in the room. And I think that's how some of these conferences are trying to conduct themselves. And rightfully so, uh, if, uh, if somebody in the PAC 12 has a problem with somebody else in the PAC 12, only those kids in the PAC 12 get together and, and Well, that's a little different now. Uh, Yesterday, Alabama coach Nick Saban said Texas A&M finished first in recruiting uh, last season because the program, quote, bought players through name, image, and likeness, NIO deals. And he said, I know the consequences is going to be difficult for people who are spending tons of money to get players. Saban said uh, at an event Wednesday night for the World Games, which will be held in Birmingham, Alabama. He went on to say some other things. H- here's the audio.
4: And you've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was 1st AM bought every player on their team. Made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right? We didn't buy one player. All right? But I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. Wow. <sighs>
0: First of all, I got nine million thoughts. Uh,
2: well, it's – okay, let's put this out there before you go down that road too. Look, a did, within the way it's written, nothing wrong. Saban also – Alabama had 25 players on the NIL and spent $3 million on it. Okay, so – I mean, that's your fault because you didn't open up the checkbook bigger because the opportunity's there.
0: Under the rules and under the guidelines. Yes, it's it's there. There's bro, no rules and there's no guidelines. Yeah, and again, that was one of my points to, to Garrett this morning when we were visiting was let's quit taking that high road now. <laughs> I mean, uh, but I think for me – the fact that, you know, what everybody has talked about, you know, you and I get over here and talk about it, he, he just threw it all out there. I mean, he just well, threw it up against the wall. Okay. You know what he's doing? He's calling out his boosters to spend more money. That's exactly what
2: I was. When you're at an event like that and you're seeing he's all calling out his boosters to say, every I need one of them. bigger checkbooks to come to the forefront and help me get a roster. That's exactly what he's doing. He's not saying – he's not throwing shade on A&M. He's
0: throwing shade on his boosters to say, what are y'all doing? Help me out here. I, I don't disagree with you not one bit, but I do think he is punching Texas A&M in well, the throat. Or yeah, he just said programs and not Texas A&M. Well, it's personal with A&M. Well, it's
2: personal with A&M. I, I get it. And Lane Kiffin did the same thing to A&M. So, I mean, look – it. It is what it is. And, you know, A&M did. Look, they they jumped out there and made a statement and, and spent more than anybody. Okay, fine. I don't have a problem with it. If you're going to leave it wide open, go for it. I I just, for me, I'm like. Was it, what is it, what, it? It was not the way this was intended, but it's the way they let it happen. So, who cares? If it's going to be the Wild Wild West, you might as well win it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you 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 got to play with the cards that you're dealt. I, I get all that. I just, for me, I just found it interesting that we're we're calling out people by name within our own league, and I always thought that that well, was because
2: kind of- Alabama's, you know. They they want to keep up with the Joneses like everybody else and you know hey, look, he, did
0: you just hear what you said Alabama's trying to keep up with the Joneses well, what absolutely. world are we living in now Wait, I thought everybody chased Alabama
2: well not not in the nil they're not now
3: wow are we to a point here's the thing like when I'm hearing this it's that's the stuff that sparks rivalries like A and M and Bama is that am I
2: overdoing this oh by this? the way A and M beat Alabama exactly. this yeah. last year. So that's got another little. Oh, it stings. Yeah, that that's got another little bruise on Nick Saban. So that's another reason why he I called him. I out.
0: don't know about rivalry. I, I know it's going to spark something. Uh I mean, because you, you just don't do that. You just don't call out your brother, and, and that's exactly what you well, know. That, maybe they're not brothers. Well, they're in the same league and they're in the same division. They're brothers. They may not be speaking brothers, but they're brothers. I that was my deal. That was my whole deal. I don't have if a you, problem with it. If you, Well, I know you don't, but does Jimbo Fisher, Do the other guys in the conference say, hang if on a second. If I'm Jimbo
2: Fisher, I'm sitting with my legs up on the desk giggling. You just got to him. You got under Nick Saban's skin. I'm giggling. Skin. All
0: right. I, I, I just, what you don't want to see is you don't want to see that internal – brouhaha. At least I don't. I mean, you know, I don't care. I want the rivalry. (laughs) I want
2: the, I want them to be throwing stuff at each other. That's a good
0: point. It's not our league. Why do we care?
2: (laughs) Well, I I don't care if it's a, if if it's a big 12, if I've got two teams that don't like each
0: other, it's better for the big 12. Can it get to the point to where it was so ugly, like it was in the Southwest conference, I guess is, is, is well, my Well, that,
2: that, they were trying to cut each other's legs off.
0: Well, I'm not, are they in this, in NIL? No, do we not? No. Just because it's not public, are they privately trying to do it? No. I don't know. No. My thing why is – well, Seriously, why do you say no? How because do, how, I'm telling you, Nick
2: Saban had a reason why he called out A&M, and it was to call out his boosters to say, help me. Help me get a roster like A&M did. Please help me. Because there was the avenue, because they could look at it and see – yeah, A and M had a lot of money spent. Well, I I need that kind of money in my program,
0: and you, knucklehead sitting out here, can help me get that. When I read that, when I read that, my interpretation was, "Hey, I got as good a roster as you, and I didn't have to do all that." That was my interpretation. Well, he's and, and also, I and I'm, I and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm consistently going to win more football games than you with my roster. That I mean, that's kind of how I took it. That's not how I took it. So, but, but my point being that you can obviously have two different interpretations. I, I can only go by what he said. I mean, and he flat said, they bought it, we didn't. But they bought some. I. I That's the thing. I, the I reality know. is I understand that. But the perception is they bought it, we didn't. And help me buy some more. Yep. <laughs> well, that may be the <laughs> underlining subliminal message, but he didn't say that. Well, he doesn't – no, he can't say that. That's why it was – Why
10: can't
0: he? No, seriously, why can't he? Because you don't don't want to go out there and
2: publicly say it. You want to underhand it. One, you want to take a shot at that guy. And two, you want your boosters to go, well, Coach, what do we need to do to help you do a little bit like that?
0: But why can't he say, this is the world we live in now. We all have got to get to this point or we're all going to get left behind. How come he can't say that? Well, I I I mean, I'm just asking because maybe
2: he didn't want to say that. Well, maybe it is what, where we're living in right now. And if if everybody wants to keep up with everybody else, you're going to have to find a way to spend that money.
0: You're going to have to find a way to get that money to spend that money. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And and A lot of people can't. I mean, it's just not available. And, And that's why I said a
2: lot of people are going to get left behind the Joneses are going to leave everybody. It's going to be a separation. The rich are going to get richer, and the poor are going to get poorer because of NIL.
0: It's going to be a fun summer, isn't it, as we get ready for football? <laughs> I, you know, and I told you uh-huh. this morning, football as we know it and college athletics as we know it is changing right before our eyes, and I'm not sure where we're going, and I'm not sure it's a good thing. That's a professional I mean, I mean it, it, it's it, – I reserve the right to to pump the brakes, sit back, and see where this thing takes us. Uh, it's going down a bad road. It, it certainly appears to be. And smarter people than than me have got to figure out where do we go, how do we make a left turn, how do we, or how do we, you know? And, and I don't know that you can.
2: I don't know that you can either. I mean, I, again, we say the the term way too many times. You can't put the genie back in the bottle, but you got to figure out some way. To curtail this and put some regulations on it, or it's going to get completely, as Garrett just pointed out, it's going to be a professional league.
0: Yeah, because if this thing gets to the point to where there's only a handful of teams that have, well, it kind of there's more than a handful, but I'm talking about just you know you have about five or six programs. And max. everybody yeah. else is just out there in the in in, in the wilderness then it's not going to be the popular, you know, game that, that everybody loves. I don't think, it, you know. You, I don't know. Here's I mean, the, the, the thing. NFL every, year you go into the, well, every year you go into the season going, we're, we got a chance. You you, you truly believe, you, have, and you really don't, but you truly believe you have a chance. I, I don't know that we're not headed down a road to where you go, you know what, we ain't got an opportunity to win in this thing. I think most, pe- most teams headed into it know that uh, the way it is now. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I, I,
2: you know, well, I think the if 14 ask, playoff has a lot to do. That's with what that. I mean. Yeah,
0: with with the structure and how things are now. So does that expedite our 12 to 16 team playoff? 32. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I'm not opposed to that, but I want to crawl before we walk, <laughs> uh, and, and you want to sprint at 32. I, I'm I'm content at 16. But anyway. Uh, one other quick note here uh, from the college football world. and again, if you want to, to chime in, we'd love to get your thoughts. two five four six six two sixteen six. 16, remember, there's no right or wrong answer. These are just opinions. Nobody knows where we're going with this thing. Nobody <laughs> knows. It changes daily, daily. Uh, so where are we going? Uh, y- your opinion. PAC uh, 12 uh, is going to change the way that they do their playoff. They're not going to go divisions. They're not going to go pods. They're not going to do any of that. The two teams with the best winning percentage are going to tee it up and play for the championship. I like it. I like it. I, you know, I've often thought that the NFL, you 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 should play your schedule and then take the teams with the best records and and go play. I mean, do you want an eight and eight team out of the NFC East or do you want you know while a tenants, while a Ten and six team sits at home or whatever the case may be.
2: I, I like divisions, but that's just you, me.
0: My
3: my thing, and I, this could be because I, I don't understand the whole winning percentage per se as a whole. Is that is that the winning percentage within the conference,
0: or is that a winning percentage yeah, yeah, as yeah. whole? No, it's going to be conference. Not okay, your that's what I'm saying
3: because you have non-con games where somebody's playing. Right, right. you know, podunk.
0: Yeah, if you and, go play podunk, you and I go play, yeah, and I go play different. Alabama. And I get beat you win. And, you know, no, it, it's going to be your winning Strictly percentage within your league. Yeah. And that's apples and apples. You know, that's that's fair. And, and you're going to play the same amount of games. So you don't really, it's the two best records are going to go play. You know, I,
2: I like it. I don't have a problem with that inside the conference.
0: Yeah. And, and that's your conference champion. Your conference championship game and your conference. Mm. I, I have zero problems with that. I think it's kind of cool. Because again, the way it's set up now, let's just, you know, you could have uh, a a team that won nine games in their league and a team that won eight games in their league and the team that won eight games is sitting at home while the team that won nine is going to go play a team that won six or seven. Isn't that the way the big 12 is right now? I know when you were saying that. Yes, I know. it is. It's exactly how it is. The top two teams. That's how Baylor and, and Oklahoma State got in that game. The, there you go. Because there's not enough teams to divide up in the right. in the east, west, north, south, and, or and I hope
2: when Cincinnati and Houston and whoever comes in, <laughs> I, I hope it. I hope it stays like that. I, I don't want to see. And I'm afraid they're going to.
0: No, go, they're going to divide it up.
2: Divide it up. They but shouldn't. I, I don't think they should either. And I certainly don't want to see them do pods. That's just ridiculous. No, that, that's silly.
0: All right, uh, great conversation on football. Everybody's got a different opinion. You know, everybody's interpretation of that was different. I mean, we had three different interpretations. Again, it, it'll all unfold right before our very eyes, and we'll see how it goes. All right, it is a 15 after 8, 8, 15. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to get into one of Ward's favorite subjects. We're going to talk some, uh, some more baseball. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you
5: by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LePoint. Mostly sunny skies expected today, and it should be another record-breaking day. High temperatures top out at 96 degrees. We'll keep skies mostly clear tonight. Still very muggy. We drop to only 74. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy, with a 40% chance of showers and storms developing, but not until very late Friday afternoon into the evening in the high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com
2: you can trust.
8: Howdy, y'all. It's Clayton with Clayton Construction. Springtime is in full swing, and we are building away. If you're in the market for a new shop, barn dough, or home, reach out to us to see if we can help. We pride ourselves in serving our customers with honesty, integrity, and quality. You can find us on Facebook or the web at www.claytonconstructionus.com or 254-420-8485. Thank you, and God bless.
1: Service and Robinson, good feet in the Central Texas marketplace and landscape supply in Spiegelville. Mow with the best, Gravely.
0: 8.20, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Bryce Cherry from the Waco Tribs coming up at 8.30 this morning. We'll talk some Baylor baseball. We'll talk some high school baseball and softball and just whatever else may coming into the equation uh we'll, we'll also get his thoughts i wonder if his team is nervous the astros about the red hot rangers coming into town i mean they have been hot on the road i'm just telling you but well, the ballpark's identical and they can't win at home they struggle winning at home hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see baseball uh major league baseball hey, this robo ump thing uh, baseball automated ball and strike system is what it's called. Baseball's automated ball and strike system, so-called Robo it, it debuted last n- or Tuesday night in in AAA Pacific Coast League, which is obviously the highest level of baseball, minus Major League Baseball. Uh, Major League Baseball had earlier introduced the ABS system to the independent Atlantic League and it was also used in the Arizona Fall League, White Sox AAA team, uh the interna- uh, in the International League have have deployed the system uh and look, the the technology uh, according to Terry Francona, he said the technology that we had the strike zones not good. So he was talking about uh, when they when they used it uh uh in their uh in, in some of their spring training games here's my just a simple question if they perfected this a b s this automated ball strike system if they perfected it to where it was ninety nine point nine percent accurate would you want it no would you want it i here's the thing I wouldn't want it and it's not a if it's when. this is a matter of time it's coming no it is i mean i mean th- there's there's talk that it's gonna be in the, in the big leagues in twenty twenty four uh but the question is, do you want it as a fan? Uh, no, I don't want instant replay. I don't want
2: RoboCop, you know, Robo, ah. <laughs> robo umpire. I, I, I don't know. I don't need any of that technology in my baseball game.
0: Can't we be technology-free in sports? Need to be. But we're not going to be. I, I get that. That's not the question. The question is, do you want it? I do not want it. I don't want you know, uh C three PO back there behind the catcher calling balls and strikes, you know, moonwalking and all that stuff. I, I don't no, <laughs> well, I don't
2: I don't well. need any I, I, I
0: need the human element in the game. Yeah, players play the game and they make mistakes. And you say, Well that's that's different. Well, what's different about it? What's different about it? Do you want it? I don't want it, but it's it's inevitable. Oh, it's coming. I I there's no doubt. I, I, you know, I I, I don't, I, I, if you got an issue, who's going to, who's going to handle it? The four computers that are out on the, you know, are are you doing this with nobody, with no human umpires on the field? I mean, how does this work?
3: You don't need humans anymore.
2: Seriously. That's the way it's headed. Well,
0: then let's take them out of the game. Let's just use... Let's just quit playing
2: the game. Yeah. You know, let's... If it gets to that, I'll stop watching.
0: It's... I I don't even... I'm I'm having a hard time putting into words just how ignorant I think this is. uh, Without, you know... But, again, I I look and go, okay, this is where we're going. And, and, And the argument on the other side is, well... Ward's strike zone is different than Garrett's strike zone. And that's Garrett's the beauty zone, of baseball. Well, I, I you agree. You adapt, right? I agree. Y- you figure it out. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take long. You figure it out. But that's that's the argument. Ward's strike zone and Garrett's strike zone is different than Tom's strike zone. I mean, why
2: don't we just line guys up and let them play PlayStation and be done with well,
0: it? Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's are we going there? I mean, esports. Every team has an esports team. I just, you know, I, I is is balls and strikes. Has it been that bad over the last hundred years that no. that we have to have this? No, no, I, I agree. These guys, and what's it say to those guys? You know, hey, hey, thanks, but you're just not quite good enough.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if if you're gonna put technology in and make it a big part of the game, then somebody owes the Houston Astros a big apology. Very good
0: point. Capitalized on that. Well, the argument there would be that whatever they were using wasn't legal at that point. Is it legal in two years? I don't know. I don't know. But... (laughs) Besides, it was a trash can.
2: <laughs> well, it How was because of, it was because of you know, <laughs> and the video that they used. The video yeah, is the, the worst thing. But, uh, but I, can't. I mean, come on! If you're going to let
0: technology in the game, let it in the game. Yeah, but don't let it in the game. I mean, ah, I just don't understand. Just a little quick opinion poll here for the last half hour of the program: two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Do you want to see Robo Umps? Or do you want to see human ups? Do you like instant replay? How many instant replays should we have? You see, there's, it, to me, I've watched. Zero. I agree. I've seen a million games where you have, there's no continuity to the game, there's no rhythm to the game, they're stopping and looking at every little thing, especially in basketball. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me already? Well, I, I, for me this year,
3: covering or uh, running the games for the softball, there were so many unnecessary stops, and, and it slowed the game down, and it, there was no rhythm established, and it, it's just it's unnecessary in my opinion. If you want to do it, give them, like, one, and that's
2: it. I, I don't need any. You but don't, I, I, but I'm I, saying. I understand like, what you're saying. Yeah. make it, it a limit, Well, I would man. tell
0: you this. If you're going to have instant replay, here, here's what I, I, I would tell you. For me, they would get two minutes to watch, and then the video would cut off. And if you can't make up your mind in two minutes, then leave it alone and go on down the road. Right. We're not sitting there for 10 minutes looking at every angle known to mankind. You've got two minutes to look at this video and then get out of there. Get out from under the screen or whatever, the, you know, the whatever the case may be. Or, or you have to hire, in baseball's case, a fifth umpire. They do it in the booth, not in New York. And they make the decision right there and move on. It's not even the field umpires. Right. Just make a call so, and move on. Well, I agree. But clearly, we're the minority in this thing and not the majority. The majority want instru- got to get it right.
2: Well, and here's the deal. I, I know what you're saying, but it's going to go with the exact opposite direction. It's going to get broke down even more and more as the technology gets clearer and clearer.
0: Yeah, it's just to me, it's it's. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's overkill. I mean, play the game, and I promise you, it will all work out. It did for years and years and years. Do you ever go back and go, well, that 1979 playoff game, well, if they would ahead, you know, no. It's who won it and who lost it. All you, right, you want me to go
2: back? If there wasn't instant replay, the Dallas Cowboys would have been in another Super Bowl since Green Bay Packers. The nineties. Honestly, I don't think that was a catch. It was a catch. Oh, no, it I it like, was. When every- that immediately happened, I was like, "That's not a catch." And I immediately There's said, "No There's way, no that way was not, it's a not a
1: catch." That
3: wasn't a catch.
2: I mean, what- even with instant replay, it was a catch. Not by their terms.
0: In their terms, don't know what football exactly. is
2: exactly. But by their terms, that wasn't a catch.
0: All right, 829, 29 after 8. This is game time, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. At Alan Samuels and Waco, they are committed to taking care of their customers, and that means having as much new inventory on hand for you to choose from. They've got, uh, boy, they got a good deal going during the, the Memorial Day sale at Alan Samuels. Cars, trucks, SUVs, you name it, they've got them, and they've got them in stock for you to, to look at, test drive, and then go, you know what? but that's the one I've been looking for. And then you go in and you talk to Ted Teague and his team and you make a great deal and you come out of there and you go, you know what? For the 13th time, I bought a vehicle from Alan Samuels, and for the 13th time, I got a great deal. Plus, you're going to get outstanding service with their award winning service department. It's a great experience. It's a great buying experience when you go to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, uh, your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Bill Brock, the
4: new
5: women's basketball coach at MCC. Again, I think that's a great hire. And how about this? I mean, he's so well thought of at Grayson. They named the court after him.
1: Really? I did
6: not
5: know that. Oh, yeah. And he's in their Hall of Fame. And now MCC and Grayson, when they play
1: each other, (laughs) he'll be the visiting coach. Playing on his own court.
6: Yes.
1: (laughs) On a court with his name on it. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road the next time it happens call big boys record service to get you and your ride where you need to be you can count on big boys record service to help you with roadside assistance such as when your vehicle won't start you need a tire change you locked yourself out of your vehicle or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over.
7: Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors. Part of our under-100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability. Z-Series mowers and Sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L-2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details.
5: WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com.
13: Waco cool Tacos in Downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month, the Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delicious. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco cool Tacos in Downtown Waco.
1: At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
12: Nate Lowe's 10th inning home run helped the Rangers sweep the Angels 6-5. Texas visits the Astros tonight and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor hosts Oklahoma State for their final conference series starting tonight. First pitch is 6.30 and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Lorena softball team opened the 3A regional semifinals with a 4-0 shutout of Die Ball. Game two of that series, 7 o'clock tonight in Malakoff. Midway and Crawford are on the softball diamond tonight. Midway meets the Woodlands in Madisonville while Crawford takes on Archer City in Weatherford. You can hear that game on Star 104.9. Lorena Baseball starts the regional quarterfinals against Camber tonight at Lake Belton. Bosqueville, meanwhile, tangles with Toler at Midway at 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game on Kicker Classic Country.
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Waco Tribune-Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 8.35, Tom and Ward and Garrett on a Thursday morning. We're glad you're with us. Let's welcome in the uh, Sports Editor of the Waco Tribune-Herald, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. How are you today? Just fine. How about you guys? Doing terrific. Uh, Before we talk local sports, just want to get a thought. uh, Something we were discussing earlier uh do you and because I know you're a baseball guy you like the Astros uh this this <laughs> this Robo ump thing uh this balls and strikes machine that could potentially replace the human umpire pro or con when it comes to this technology
14: oh I'm con in a big way uh so I actually saw a tweet from one of our friends here in the local, Media the other day, uh, just I guess an ump had missed a call and and he was like, Give me robo umps and give them to me yesterday. And I'm just like, Nah, <laughs> you know, uh, here's the thing so, um, umpiring it's it's one of the hardest jobs there is, um, it's a thankless job and. We expect them to be perfect. That's the that's the biggest problem. Um, and of course, we have, you know, slow motion, instant replay, and and so every call they make is analyzed instantly. Um, and we don't allow them to make any mistakes. You know, uh, an athlete can can drop a pass, or uh, you know, a ball player can can miss miss a pitch or you know i mean we allow them to make mistakes but we just we have no um you know forgiveness for the umps and it's you know and here's the thing it's it's bled down to the youth sports and and uh high school levels to the point where you know, there's a major official shortage in this state because nobody wants to do the job because they get treated so badly.
0: You're a thousand percent correct. I mean, I, I've seen that. Uh, I was a part of the officiating uh, organization here in town for a long time, uh, and, and yeah, the, the numbers just continue to dwindle because of you know everybody, you know everybody's got a, a cell phone in their hand and they're they're looking you know, yeah so. And as you pointed out, they're, they're verbally mistreated. So, uh, it, all right. So, I wanted to get your thoughts there. N- now, let's move on uh, and let's talk about uh, the Baylor Oklahoma State series from just the Bears' perspective. Is is this just about finishing strong and, and heading into the Big Twelve tournament? W- what what is this series about for Baylor, and and, and how do they approach
14: it? I mean, I wrote today that uh, really the series doesn't matter in terms of for Baylor in terms of, you know, anything beyond the regular season because they have to go in, you know, in Arlington next week. And so whatever they do against Oklahoma State doesn't doesn't really matter because, uh, you know, it's, it's even if they go out and sweep the Cowboys, it's not going to in as an at-large. I'm sorry. They just haven't won over the course of the season. Um, so, you know, what do they have to do? I mean, I, obviously, it would help if they got a little momentum going into Arlington. Uh, that might give them a little more confidence. But it's going to be a tough, tough series. I mean, Oklahoma State uh technically still has a chance to, you know, earn a share for the Big Twelve title. Um if they swept Baylor and you know some other things happened in within the conference. TCU's done in terms of uh its Big Twelve games. They're sixteen and eight and I think you know Oklahoma State is thirteen and eight. So they can tie the Frogs and and earn a, a share of that title. But um, you know Like I said, I mean, obviously you want a little momentum. You want to, you know, you want to get a little forward progress going into Arlington. But ultimately, it all comes down to next week at the Big 12 tournament for for Baylor.
2: Bryce, uh, some really good high school baseball playoff pairings uh, in the Central Texas coming up this weekend. Any to keep an eye on for you?
14: Yeah, I mean, obviously, to me, the big game, uh, and it's a game rather than a series, is uh, that China Spring-Rusk uh, game. Uh, they played last year in the same round, and uh, and Russ got them in 13 innings. And so you got to imagine that the Cougars have not forgotten about that, and they would like a little bit of payback. Um, they've got a really, really talented team. Uh, but you know, when it comes down to one game, uh, I mean, most coaches like to play a series. And I think, you know, Jesse Lopez is, is one of those, uh, but sometimes you lose the flip. And, um, so, uh, you know, it'll come down to one game again for, for China spring and Rusk. And that's, that's a big one. That's a uh, Saturday night up in Crandall, I believe up near the Dallas area. So, that to me is the is kind of the game of the week, but obviously still a lot of, uh, you know, good baseball being played.
3: Bryce, uh, what are your thoughts on the, essentially the ni the I guess the what is it the the tournament that the Baylor Softballs going into where it's essentially a play in tournament? What are your thoughts on this tournament, and what are you hoping that Baylor could take away from it?
14: The NICS. There you go. The, uh, the nobody in sports cares. tournament. Whoa. <laughs> That's the one. Nice. Uh, the the net never intended this suckiness to continue tournament. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. It's uh, who cares? You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we did not see that coming. Um, well, I say that. So last Friday, John calls me, John Werner, and he says, uh, uh, "I've got some bad news." And I'm like, "Okay." And he says, "Baylor's softball season might not be over uh, just yet." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he starts telling me about this nit for softball, and I'm like, "You have got to be kidding! Uh, I don't, I don't see the point of it, um, you know, to go let a bunch of bad teams." you know continue to play their season i'm sorry uh, i mean i'm not pulling any punches here i mean it. you know i just i just don't get it uh and lord i hope there's not a baseball equivalent of the same thing <laughs>
0: yeah i agree uh it's it's nothing more but extended practices uh with some uh, with some games that don't count or don't matter really on the back end of it it's just a strange deal. I, I'm going to take you back to high school athletics for just a second. Uh, it, you you brought up the the China Spring Rusk one game, uh, game series. If you, I don't know how to even describe it. It's one game in 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 the regional quarterfinals. I think. Uh, would you like to see the UIL say, "Look, we're either going to play two out of three all the way through, or we're going to play one all the way through"? Do you like the the coaches flipping coins and drawing straws and you know uh, rock paper scissors to decide whether it's, it's a – because I think sport I think baseball and softball should be series my personal opinion but with that said do you like the coaches having the option or would you like the UIO to say here's how we're going to do it we're going to pair we're going to make it look just like our state tournament which is one game or we're going to play a series all the way through till you get to to Austin and Round Rock.
14: I don't mind them having the option. Uh, I I agree with you. And I think most coaches, especially the coaches that have the better teams. Okay. Want to play a series because here's the thing. They know that anything can happen in one game. Some wild stuff can happen and you know, they might lose a game. And so uh, typically the better team is going to win two out of three, but, you know, I don't really mind it coming down to, you know, the option. If, if, you know, one of the coaches wants to have a one game playoff, then, then let them kind of fight that out. It's almost the game before the game. No doubt. And and there's a lot of gamesmanship in that. Um, And so, you know, I, I always kind of appreciate the drama of, of a, uh, of a one game playoff. And like you said, it does – some coaches – I have seen coaches that that like that one-game playoff just for that reason that you mentioned a minute ago, which is that's what it's going to be once you get to State. So why not sort of get into that rhythm? Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't mind them having the option and, and, you know, fighting it out with a coin flip or however they do it.
2: Softball continues uh, in the area as well. And then some teams, in fact, a, more than a handful have a good chance of, of getting down to Austin uh, just two weeks away.
14: Yeah, absolutely. Midway, Lorena, Crawford, uh, I mean, you know, Blake Belton, obviously. Um, so, uh, you know, some, some good softball still being played. And, uh, yeah, that's it's it's always fun this time of year because I feel like You know, in Central Texas, softball and baseball, we we clean up. I mean, you know, it's a sport we do well in, uh, in in this area. We usually always have, you know, somebody, if not multiple, somebodies uh, down at the state tournament and, you know, competing for a state title. And I think that will be the case again.
3: Nothing local, Bryce, but I want to get your opinion on Nick Saban's comments and really where we're at right now uh, regarding college athletics
14: so i was uh asked to speak at the uh, rotary club this week and and i always try to whenever i have a speaking engagement to uh you know have a little q and a time at the end and i was asked about nil and and you know here's the thing so uh, basically the and the questioner you know thought it was going to ruin college sports and and i'm not saying that it necessarily won't ruin it in some ways. I, I don't think college sports are, are going anywhere or anything like that. Uh do I agree with Saban uh to a certain extent, sure. Um you know, at the same time, uh and I'm not saying all the coaches were the ones carrying this flag, but, but this is what this is what everybody wanted, so to speak. I mean this is what and certainly a lot in the in the national media beat this drum for a long time that these these you know poor college athletes needed some money. Um, I have been pretty steadfast in my opinion that I feel like there's a lot of value in a scholarship. Okay, um, and so uh, should they be paid for their name, image, likeness? I don't have that big a problem with that, but I once they opened the door to that, now we have this slippery slope where essentially, like you know, A and M is being accused of having this major slush fund, and, and maybe they did to basically pay all their rec, you know their recruits that led to the you know top recruiting class in the country. Um, you know, as far as Satan's comment, wow. You know, I mean, you've had so many number one recruiting classes, and, uh, you know, I'm sure if Alabama fans, you know, want those number one recruiting classes, they'll pony up the money. But uh, it's going to be the Wild Wild West, and eventually they're going to sever ties with the NCAA, and it'll be the CFB, you know, it'll be the college football league, uh, and, you know, whatever. I mean, uh it is it a little sad, sure, but um, it's not like college sports and college football was quite as pure as everyone you know as, as people are complaining about uh you know it was it's it's been kind of seedy and dirty for a while, i mean you know, going back to the days of the pony excess, so uh you know. I mean, let's not let's not pull the wool over our uh, eyes.
0: That, that was my question. I mean, it, look, we all know what's going on here, but when you start calling out uh, your fellow competitors within your league, within your division, the, the little mudslinging can that have, in your opinion, a a negative effect not only on the game but maybe on 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 the league itself, the SEC and in the SEC West or whatever the case may be.
14: Oh, I think that stuff's been going on forever. I mean, you know, they its just a different thing. the NIL that they're, you know, complaining about. But uh, but you had coaches kind of digging at each other and and insinuating that you know other schools are cheating. Or uh, now it's just a little more quote unquote out in the open, I guess. Yeah. I you mean, know, or or it's legal. I mean, it's really what it is. Uh, you want to go pay the guys, pay them, because well, you can. I mean, so it, it sounds, it, honestly, it really sounds like sour grapes when it's coming out of Saban's mouth. I mean, um, you know, if, again, it, you don't like it, find somebody that'll pay all your your recruits. And, um, you know, it's just, it's the landscape of the game as it is now
0: but we didn't do that you did that we 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 got our players the right way
14: right 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 uh, yeah
0: <laughs> we're greater than thou so anyway. <laughs> yeah exactly all right what what are you guys i know there's a lot of games and stuff to cover what do, what are you working on for uh, for the uh, the trip this weekend
14: besides the stuff that you guys you know have already talked about you know the the Baylor baseball and and softball, high school playoffs, all that stuff. Uh, you know, there's an interesting, as another Texas Sports Hall of Fame uh, induction coming up this weekend with uh, our second ever media class. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the, the first class was, man, you're talking about Mount Rushmore there. I mean, when it had the likes of Blackie Sherrod and Dave Campbell and Frank Fallon and those, those folks. Um, the second class, Still a very esteemed group, and you'll have uh, Brad Sham and Shereen Williams and Randy Galloway and Danny Freeman. Uh, and for here, you know, from the Waco area, you'll have John McClain, the general, uh, you know, long time at the Houston Chronicle covering the NFL. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and he's very excited about joining the Texas Sports Hall of Fame this weekend. I'll have a feature on John, you know, uh, actually worked at the Trib before he ever worked at the Chronicle. And, um, so it will be, uh, really cool to see, you know, that class, uh, get, get honored on Saturday. So that's, that's another thing we're working on. And then of course, uh, we didn't talk about MCC either. I mean, uh, softball heading to <laughs> Yuma, Arizona, you know, for the, the national tournament and of course, baseball back to the world series. So, uh, quite a quite an athletic year at uh, at Highlander Country. You
0: know, we were talking about it the other day. It, 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 I'm sure it's happened, but it doesn't happen with a lot of frequency when you have two programs uh, in the same year softball, baseball end up in the World Series. That's that's uh, that's a statement not only for those two programs, but also for that university that uh, that school.
14: And a little note just to throw in there mm-hmm. Chris Berry of the softball, you know, head coach for the softball program has now been to the. Uh, you know, college baseball world series. He's been to the Juco baseball world series and he's been to the Juco softball world series. I I don't bet that there's a lot of people who've been to all three of those.
0: Nope. You're right. Uh, Oh five with baseball. And then, uh, with Juco with, uh, with Mitch, when he was the assistant over there. And then now he's taking his team, uh, to the, to the softball world series. That is a cool note. So good Mm -hmm, stuff. Bryce, as always, it is a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your time. Have a great weekend. Y'all too. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. That's Bryce Sherry, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Trip. It's 8.53, and we're right back with more in a moment.
13: At Knife River, we take care of our people. Are you looking for employment or career change? Knife River is looking for CDL drivers, equipment operators, and concrete and asphalt crew members. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600. That's 254-761-2600. Or apply online at KnifeRiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity, affirmative action employer. Call today and get hired.
0: In In Allen Samuels Samuels in Waco We're committed to taking care of our customers
8: And that means having as much new inventory on hand For you to choose from During the Memorial Day sales event Shop for a large selection of 2022 2022 cars, trucks, and SUVs To find the vehicle that's right for you Need maintenance or repair? Let our skilled technicians take care of your vehicle And we'll we'll get you back on the road safer than before We're not here just to sell you one car We're We're here for the long haul Allen Samuels in Waco Come by, let's be friends
1: ESPN Radio Sports
12: Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. Nate Lowe's 10th inning home run helped the Rangers sweep the Angels 6-5. Texas visits the Astros tonight. And you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor hosts Oklahoma State for their final conference series starting tonight. First pitch is 6:30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Lorena softball team opened the 3A regional semifinals with a 4-0 shutout of ball Game 2 of that series, 7 o'clock tonight in Malakoff. Midway and Crawford are on the softball diamond tonight. Midway meets the Woodlands in Madisonville, while Crawford takes on Archer City in Weatherford. You can hear that game on Star 104.9. The Lorena baseball starts the regional quarterfinals against Cameron tonight at Lake Belton. Bosqueville, meanwhile, tangles with Toler at Midway at 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game on Kicker Classic Country.
1: Sports Center every twenty minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the Grand bag on game time.
0: All right, eight fifty-six. We're four away from nine. Ward uh, John Daly at two hundred through seven. Yeah, how about that? That's that's kind of interesting. F- that'd be a fun group to follow. Boy, wouldn't it? Because there's no telling what's coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that Arkansas boy, he's a. Uh, He's had a cigarette or two, and he's had a drink or two, and he's had a lot of fun. <laughs> so he is a two under. That is pretty cool. Uh, Tiger Woods, by the way, that, in fact, that entire group, Tiger's one under, Roy's one under, and Jordan Spieth is one under. And they played three holes, so there you go. Hey, a uh, real quick note, and I know we got to go, but the uh, Dewey Burkhart Memorial Golf Tournament, uh... Supporting Alzheimer's uh, and the Alzheimer's Association is coming up August the 6th and the 7th at Lake Waco Golf Club. It's a two person lowball. If you need more information, contact the uh, Lake Waco uh, Golf and Country Club, and we'll give you more details as it gets closer, but th- that that uh, that's a neat event at 7th Annual uh, Dewey Burkhart Memorial Golf Tournament uh, sponsor, uh, supporting the Alheimers Association, and again that is coming up uh, August the 6th and the 7th. We'll give you more details as it gets closer. All right, that is going to do it for us. Thanks for uh, being a part of the program. We will talk to you tonight over on Kicker Country with the Bosqueville broadcast. Ward will be uh, in Weatherford with the Crawford broadcast on 1049 tonight, so uh, we'll see you then. It's